All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win again. They beat the Rays 2-1 to one on Thursday night at the stadium on a walk-off home run from Anthony Rizzo. They've now won their seventh straight game. They have won 14 of their last 15. They've won 14 in a row at home. It's been an unbelievable season, and it just continues to be even more unbelievable, it seems, with each day now that the Yankees have just swept the Rays and essentially eliminated them from the division, which I really truly think they have. I think the Orioles were eliminated before opening day because they're the Orioles. The Red Sox were eliminated a long time ago. Now the Rays are gone. 12 games back of the Yankees, 99 games to play for the Yankees, but they're 5-2 and two against the Rays. Uh, they just... <laughs> They don't even have to play 500 baseball at this point for the rest of the season to win the AL East, to finish with the best record in baseball. They're at a point here where they're 31 games over 500 on June 17th with three and a half months to go, and they could just coast and glide right to October. And this weekend against the Blue Jays, a three-game series, a bad weekend for the Blue Jays, who are already 10 games back, pretty much already out of it. But a bad weekend here for the Blue Jays, and they'll be done too when it comes to the division. Now, I say they're pretty much already out of it because you want to go to Toronto and at least win one game. If they take one off of their deficit and make it nine, whatever. Can't let them get it to seven, though. And ideally, you want to take the series or sweep it, and then, then yeah, they're done, too. At this point, the Yankees not winning the division, not finishing with the best record in the American League, not finishing with the best record in baseball would be an enormous disappointment because of where they are right now on June 17th. And this series was, once again, about pitching. About the Yankees starting pitching, which has been the team's MVP. I know Judge is having an individual MVP season, but the Yankees are where they are because of the pitching, which is there basically every single night. Out of the 63 games they've played, probably 58 of them, they've gotten a really, really, really good start. And this series, they win the first game of the series 2 nothing. They win on that kinder falefa single. They get, but that inning was only extended because of an error. They get a second run on an error. Uh, they win that game two nothing. Get five hits on Wednesday. They win four three and three hits. Thankfully, three of, the, of those three hits. One of them was a Judge solo home run. Another was a Kyle Gashioka three run home run. And then on Thursday they win two to one. Score two runs on four hits. One of them was the Anthony Rizzo game tying single, and one of the other ones was the walk off home run. So the Yankees scored eight runs on 12 hits in three games and sweep the series from the Rays because they have built a team that can play the Rays. The Rays had the Yankees number these last few years because they had unbelievable starting pitching, elite bullpen, and they would just get timely hits. And now the Yankees are matching that. They've built an enhanced version of the Rays. Pretty much the same formula, except they have better starting pitching, they have a better bullpen, and they have a better lineup. The Rays have no names in their lineup outside of Wander Franco, uh, you know, Rosa Reina here and there, G-Man Choi here and there. But it's it's a bad lineup. It's a bad lineup. The Rays get to where they get every season because they're pitching, and now the Yankees have that pitching. The Rays don't own the Yankees anymore. And as long as the Yankees are set up like this and they have this roster, the Rays won't own them. No team will. Look what they're doing to the entire league. They're destroying the bad teams. They're beating up on the good teams. They're 47-16 and 16 on June 17th. Just unbelievable. And everything's going their way. On Thursday, they have to scratch Severino because he's not feeling well. So Clark Schmidt, 
who's been in the bullpen, not expecting to have to start a game, goes out there and gives you three scoreless. They call up Ryan Weber, who's not any good. Entered the game with a career 528 ERA. If you remember his time with the Red Sox, he's horrible. He goes out there and gives them a longer relief appearance, only allowing a solo home run. Throw in a 90-mile-an-hour sinker. Just, it's one of those years. You just feel it. it. It seems and feels like it's one of those years. If you go back to 2009 with all the walk-offs and everything that went right after that Atlanta series, it just has that feeling, except the Yankees never stumbled like that team did. The first week of the season was like, yeah, it was so-so, but they've never stumbled. Never. Started the season 2-0. and 2-1 after that Sunday night loss. Went 2-2 and against the Blue Jays then, and... Really, outside of that one series in Baltimore where they lost two out of three, they've just been just on the entire season outside of that one series two months ago. And what makes this team special, what's making the season special, is you have the three components of the team that are the MVPs. You have the starting pitching, you have the back end of the bullpen, you have Aaron Judge. That's why the Yankees are where they are, because of those three components. But... The rest of the offense, while it's been wildly inconsistent, it's stepping up at the right times. When Judge isn't carrying the team, someone else steps up. If you look at Tuesday night, it was Kiner Falefa single. On Wednesday night, it was Higashioka's three-run home run. On Thursday night, it was Rizzo hitting the game-tying single, hitting the walk-off homer in the ninth. There's always someone having their game. Jose Trevino has had his game. LeMayhew's had his moments. Even Donaldson, who's been terrible, has had his moments. Hicks and Gallo, they've had a moment each. They haven't gone out and had the type of performance that carries the team. You're probably never going to get it from those two guys. But everyone pretty much has had their game or their moment to help this team get to where they are. And then you have the three components, starting pitching, back end of the bullpen, and judge that have pushed them to this unbelievable pace, which is just getting out of control, really. So you expect this team to win every night and not like, oh, I like the Yankees, I root for the Yankees, or they're the Yankees, so I expect them to win. No, you you really, truly do expect them to win because they can go out there and match you in a game like last night, low-scoring game, or on Wednesday, they go out and hit the big home run, or on Tuesday, go out there, match you, then win the game. They can play, play low-scoring games, high-scoring games. They're playing every type and brand of baseball. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's been a long time since the Yankees team was this good. It's been a long time since the Yankees team already had their sights set on October. Not that, you know, I guess every Yankees team has their sights set on October, but this team knows they're going to October. There's three and a half months left and 99 games, and just staying healthy is the number one thing they have to do between now and then. They don't have to look at the standings. They don't have to scoreboard watch. They don't have to jump anyone. They don't have to worry about anyone. They've just buried the competition. They have a 10-game lead over second place in the East. And that's the Blue Jays who they play this weekend. They're 12 over the, the Rays, and it doesn't even matter after that. The Red Sox, they've won like 22 of their last 31 or 32, and they've lost two and a half games in the standings because that's how good the Yankees are. It's just, it's ridiculous. And with each day, it gets more ridiculous as they separate themselves that much further from 500. Now 31 games over 500. That's not to say they don't need some changes or upgrades to the roster between now and August 2nd. I think they do. I think they'll recognize it. This front office passed in 2019 on that team at the deadline, and, and it 
fuck them in the playoffs against the Astros. I don't think that'll happen again here. Now, the Yankees are built right now to win the World Series. They Obviously, look at what they've done. But by going out and making those necessary roster upgrades, they'll increase their odds, increase their chances at actually winning the World Series. So this weekend is a big series. This next week plus is big. Because you've got the Blue Jays here for three, then you're back at the trough for three, then you're home against the Astros for four. That's ten games against all good teams, all teams the Yankees can expect to see in the postseason. Maybe could see two of those teams, maybe see one of them, but they're going to see at least one of them. They're going to have to go through one of those teams to get to where they want to be. So these next ten days are a good measuring stick to see how they line up. We already know how they line up against the Rays. They just swept them. They played the Rays. They played the Rays baseball against the Rays and beat them. They have shown the Rays they don't own them anymore. It has flipped. It has flipped back in the Yankees' favor. They can beat the Rays at their own game. And now they'll see the Blue Jays this weekend. Ross Stripling on Friday, who always pitches well against the Yankees. Alec Mano on Saturday, who's my number one feared pitcher against the Yankees. The last person you would ever want to see pitching against the Yankees in a big game. Hopefully they can avoid him in October. And then on Sunday, Yusei Kikuchi, who the team has unbelievable numbers against, but the last two times he's faced them, he shut them down. So a tricky series here. Uh, the Yankees will counter with Jordan Montgomery on Friday, James Tyone on Saturday, Garrett Cole on Sunday. You'd think they have the edge in the sh- in the Friday game against Stripling. you think they have the edge on Sunday against Kikuchi, and then the Blue Jays will always have the edge as long as Manoa is pitching against the Yankees. Uh, just go to Toronto and win a game. You win a game, and you're leaving there nine games up. You ever win two, and now you're 11 up. You sweep them, you're 13 up. But you just can't go there and get swept. You don't want the Blue Jays, who have been playing a lot better since the last time the Yankees have seen them, you don't want them getting back in this and getting this thing down to seven. Just go there and win a game. Win one game. Go up there and take three games off the schedule, and you only have seven left against each other. Take away the Blue Jays' best route to coming back is to play the Yankees head-to-head. You go up there, you erase three games, you just win one of them, you're in, great pop, you're in a great spot. And then you got Tampa and you've got the Astros. Big game, big series after big series after big series here for the next 10 days. So that'll do it for today. Yankees, Blue Jays begins on Friday night. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.